When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah! It is a Friday, Slee. How are you feeling on a Friday morning? Are you feeling Man, good? I'm saying hi to Parker. Yeah, you you have a disproportionate interest in Parker and DeAndre and these guys. Like you, you Parker, really like you to been, brother? recognize those guys. It's My it's God. odd. It's odd. Like you do a Slee show with me every president. day. It's like whatever. Yeah, it's just, hey, Travis. I don't know. Hey, how you doing? I don't even make eye contact with you anymore. You want to hey, shoot Travis. Graham a quick quick text before we get the show started? Uh, Nate. <laughs> nope. It's Parker, Cody, and DeAndre. That's it. Nobody else. I'm doing right. good, man. What's going on all with you? Right. Yeah, Josh, said, I'm sure, is wait, waiting for... Uh, I like Josh. Yeah, Josh, Josh. good guy. They're all good guys. Let me see him. That's at, not uh, the point. Laker game every once every three weeks or so. Roars to you, Em. <sighs> got a cap on today. I do. little so souvenir I, action. Yeah, I wear, I wear hats in my life outside of work. Not typically. here you don't. Yeah, outside of work, I, I wear my hats, and I had a bad hair day as well. I did want to support this cap today. I really liked it. It says, <laughs> I got it from the Academy Museum yesterday, and it says, uh, Cody, can you read what it says? Because I can't read it clearly because it's on my head. But it says... Something Jaws. It says, audience-filled movie theaters in the summer of 1975 to witness... Jaws. Jaws. Why did you read that like you were solving a puzzle at Wheel of Fortune? <laughs> it's kind of far. From this far, audience members looks like theaters with fans on Jaws. <laughs> but look at his look at his sweater, seven ten ESPN. From far, looking yeah. at her hat. Initially, I was like, oh, the colors are right. I was like, was this ESPN? The colors are right. right. And then it just says Jaws. And What's I like up, it. bruh? What's up, bro? What's <laughs> happening? See, we got our thing now. What's up, bro? We're, we're good to go. Speaking of Wheel, the, the reason that you sounded like a Wheel of Fortune contestant is because I think I'm a Wheel of Fortune viewer. Like, I never thought that that would hit me. Susan and I were flipping channels. We watched yeah. the end of Jeopardy, and then all of a sudden, Wheel of Fortune came on. I'm like, yeah, don't turn that. And Michael, our son's like, you guys are watching Wheel of Fortune? Really? Like, how old are you? And I'm like, kind of enjoying this. What's wrong with Wheel of Fortune? Nothing, but it's kind of an old person activity. There's nothing wrong with Wheel of Fortune, but not a lot of 22-year-olds are settling in to watch Wheel. <laughs> it's, it's A lot of them watch Jeopardy, though. And, I know. Okay, so mm-hmm. I, I worked in several places, like here and uh, at uh, the network at uh, in Bristol, and Oftentimes, we uh, Jeopardy will come up on the screens, and people. Will, and if you're in a group of people, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I got the answer." I'm like, "Just let it go." Like I, I get so annoyed when people try to like put out their Jeopardy. Flex your intellect. Okay, the one, the one that, <laughs> and growing up for me, and if it's on now, I'm still watching it. Family Feud. Oh yeah, that's Family an easy Feud's skip still. for me. That one still gets what? me. What? Yeah. Did I tell you guys? Um, Family Feud. I can good. only hear so many sexual innuendo jokes before uh, I'm done. Yeah. Like w- one is m- one too many for well, me. Don't, don't then don't watch Family Feud. <laughs> 
on Instagram or something because it's only those. That, I know they're not pulling I, I'm, anything I'm that's um, actually like a an interesting. It's always the same question. clips too. It's right. always the same clips and it's always <laughs> sexual. Were you guys? Uh, I can't remember if if um, it was when Andy was in or not, but my friend Bridget and her family are going to be on Family Feud. You mentioned that. Like they are filmed it. They they post the pictures from Atlanta where they where they film Family Feud with us. Oh, do they do it in Atlanta now? Yeah, so they okay. do it in Atlanta. So uh, that's because I'm sure that's where Steve Harvey yeah. is located. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, the Sweeney's will be there. Soon. That's awesome. I told you I went to a taping of the Family Feud when I was in college. That we went as like a fundraiser for our baseball team or whatever it is, and we spent a day watching episodes of Family Feud being recorded. Sleep. Oh yeah. my goodness, that is. Does it take a while? It takes. It doesn't take a super long time, but it takes. It, it doesn't go in real action. time. Yeah. It's not in real time. There's yeah. a lot of stopping and starting in the game, and yeah. the, it, it, it was. And this was 30 years ago, so maybe they've streamlined it a little bit. But Price is Right was always like the baller of the ballers yeah. for me, and then things started going down. What game show that. would you guys want to be a part of? Jeopardy. A Jeopardy. Now I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't be very good at it, okay. but I would. If I if you. If I could tell someone, hey, you know, I won on Jeopardy, that would yeah. be the one oh, that you yeah, want to flex. No, that's on that's yeah. on like your your resume, like everywhere you everywhere you go, that's on. <laughs> yeah, there. Absolutely, Jeopardy winner. I think if I was going to, I'm going to count Survivor as a game show. Mm-hmm. I would want to win Survivor 100 percent because I feel like it's just it's both intellect and that you can survive in the wilderness and that you're kind of fit. Yeah. All that good stuff uh, <laughs> is great. Did I get that right? Yeah. yeah, but I don't know why you brought it up. Because you'd have to be cunning to win Survivor, didn't sure, you? Sure, you have to be able to lie to people. Yeah, there you go. you got to be able to set your pieces up so you can knock them down later. I want to win what? Real Housewives of Orange County <laughs> if they ever do a competition. They do They do have winners. You can come out as the winner of a season, the best edit. That's how you do that. Oh, is that what I was going to say? They don't actually compete for a prize, do no, they? No, but like you know you know who the winner of a season is. The, pri- <laughs> the prize of one of the Real Housewives of Orange County was my buddy Mike Montour. Hey, yo. And he was... He was the ultimate prize that she was unable to uh, successfully accomplish. She, she failed. She tried aggressively. Aggressively. Didn't work out for him. What you got going this weekend? All right, so to, tonight I, I'm going to do a little spectrum action a little bit later tonight. And then after um, grabbing some dinner all the way out in Marina Del Rey, I basically might as well be in a different state. To go from Pasadena to Marina Del Rey, it's about, about? seven hours. Um. It's one of Michelle's friends is in town, so I don't know the restaurant. I think she said it's a... I don't know the restaurant. Is it on the pier? I literally know that she's going to meet me in El Segundo, okay. and then we're going to go from there. So I don't <laughs> know which curious. restaurant I is. I spent a lot of time in Marina already because my best friends live there, and so okay. I, I love Marina. But Do you if, like it? I, I'll okay. find out the restaurant. I'll tell so, you what it is. I like Hermosa better. Okay. I like Hermosa and Manhattan Beach better. Uh, I don't mind Marina Del Rey, but I do like Bread Ends, which is where we do trivia. The way you ask the question takes me that you don't. I, it's you're not, not crazy so. I lived on that side of town for a long time, mm-hmm. and, and and I don't dislike it, but I'm frustrated with it. It's incredible. This is the most LA complaint ever. It's super hard to move around in that little pocket, that pocket. of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Like the, we all have our different little things, but for whatever reason, maybe it's because. I don't know exactly where I'm going most of the time. I get so I, I'm there's very few places in LA and Orange mm-hmm, County where mm-hmm. I don't know exactly where I am, exactly how to get out, exactly to go where I want to go. Except like, Marina I, Del Rey. I, I, I feel like I got dropped from another planet when I land in there. I don't know my way through it and it drives me it's beautiful. It's it's nice, but mm-hmm. my goodness, I am totally inside out. What do you got going, Em? Um, so today I have a game night with some friends and What um, games? I don't know. I think we're all. I think it's a mixture of. I think people are going to bring the games, kind of like Like board games. Yeah, yeah. So I think one of them is like. 
<laughs> my friend was like, you, we throw bats at each other. I'm like, what what, is, what what kind of bat? What is this thing? I don't know. Like Dracula bats or like baseball Dracula bats? Dracula bats. <laughs> okay. So, um, Louisville I, Right. <laughs> I am not really a game, per, game night person. Yeah, I remember you saying that. I'm not a... If you have to explain rules to me and it takes longer than five minutes, yeah, I'm out. Don't play Monopoly because nope. you'll be there till Sunday. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan yeah. of Monopoly. I'm not a fan of life. I'm not a fan of risk. If, oh, if, risk. <laughs> risk it. the game, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, trade you Baltic. Not happening. Seven hour negotiation <laughs> before you get one property. My eyes just so glaze over when someone tries to explain a game. But I do like games that are like Cards Against Humanity or like um, there's this herd mentality. I like that one too. Games where it's like you can drink, you can have fun. Yeah. That's the games that I like. Not any game like here's how you no beat board, else. board games they get they get not just competitive but if it's a risk or a monopoly those things it's never going to end risk can take days yeah. yeah days if you play by the actual rules of risk like there are ways you can kind of juice it and get it done in an hour or so if you yeah. want to but if you play by the rules oh, yeah. of risk it could take days to finish a game. And then whoever and, wins is talking about it three years later. I'm like, relax. And like the worst side of myself gets ex- gets exposed in competitive games because it's either I don't do well and I pout or I do do well and I'm not the best winner. So no. I know, exactly. So <laughs> not I, get, I get competitive. You? And so that's why I tend to avoid game, uh, sh- game things. What's your, let's say you won whatever it is that you're playing. What's some of your talk-ish type of, uh, what are you running, are you just reminding them throughout the night? That I, no, like, I don't talk-ish, I just, you know, I just kind of just am like, oh, that's great, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to answer oh, for did her. You, did I, you lose? Oh, that sucks. Here's how she does it, because I, I've I've been on the receiving end of this kind of stuff from her previously. It's it's one of those, well, maybe if you would have known who the middle brother on the Brady Bunch was, you wouldn't have lost. <laughs> like, it's one of those reminders that Subtle. I knew something that yeah. you didn't know. I Can you pass over it. the guac? <laughs> it's, um, it's one of those. Recently, I played played a game, not recently, I guess it was like maybe six months ago, uh, I played a game where it was kind of like you had to, it, it, it was a journey game. You had to kind of play things, you had, to, you had to play your cards. I originally did not want to play this game. I was like, this game sucks. I don't want to play this game. I ended up winning. I was like, this game rocks. <laughs> so I have a game for you. Game to the best. I would be shocked if you don't like it. I'm not going to go, but I, I would, ooh, idea. Never mind. Forget I said anything. Um, <laughs> kind of removed my birthday. <laughs> Shh. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Sup, bro? What do you got this weekend? <laughs> I got test, brother. Te- oh, you still? Yeah, you're no, still in school. I'm still in school. You should just quit. <laughs> yeah, here's, we got, here's a secret that your parents will never tell you. Do you got a job? Just we quit. Go to school with him one day. <laughs> oh yes. Just show up in the back of Travis class. Travis and Sewell broadcast from the yeah. parking no, lot. No, I have a broadcast. broadcast. Just, <laughs> what tests do you have? Uh, anthropology Can and public health. Ooh, public health. That's on the DL. He doesn't need help on cheating. He's got Chat GPT. He's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's no. There's AI detection for all that. But now. there's isn't there like an AI that also <laughs> yeah. hey, goes, hey. is a step further. Than <laughs> that? Hey, I'm serious. Beat AI detection. And it's like okay. <laughs> is there actually? I think there is something. I guarantee there is. Okay, Send so from what I understand, I think there's something where schools can now detect if you're using Chat GPT. But then there's other systems out there. That will like dumb it down to not make it look like it was from Chat GPT. Uh, so no. we're on our way, guys. <laughs> we, we, we've got it this all figured if out. If you're listening on the on the radio, this isn't even a really show, a real show. <laughs> this is all AI. <laughs> How many more credits do you need to graduate? I have one semester left. So I, oh, I, you're on the you're I'm on like, the goal I need line. Like eight. So all right, like you're right really, there. Yeah, pretty. You need much. me to write any papers for you? Just let me know. I'll knock them out. <laughs> all right. No, no problem at all. Uh, very quickly, talked with our guy Jorge this morning. Um, 
I would expect news certainly uh, by the end of the day, Ooh. but uh, maybe may, maybe sooner than that. So no uh, leap day, we'll Gael. Nope, nope, he didn't. Dang. Gael's birthday will not be February 29th. Yep. It uh, is very very likely to be March 1st. So uh, we'll keep you updated there. We're thinking of you, buddy. We love you. We hope that you and Brenda are doing uh, are, are doing great. Maita is getting ready to have a baby brother. It's also easy to remember, just like when Slee graduated from high school. If it's March 1st, 2000, was it yeah, 1999? 2000, brother. 2000. Really? Oh, just yeah. think of, yeah. That's all you guys gotta. Okay. Don't even don't think too hard. Everybody relax. <laughs> Shohei's given us all the information we need. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee. 710 ESPN. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the outfield. All right. I think. There you go, Travis. I don't, this, is, this is kind of the end of when I was paying attention. Nice, bro. <laughs> Plus, it's, there you go, bro. I think we. I like that. I like we got our little <laughs> language right there. Did you watch Wemby beat Chet last night, Slee? I just see the highlights over your shoulder here. So just the highlights. Um, yeah, you know. Okay, so just a couple things. I might bring up Windhorse a couple times today, but yesterday he came on the pregame show, and Michael and I asked probably eighty-four questions through that span. And one of the questions Michael asked him was, "Hey, is is Wemby having you know one of those seasons? It, or actually, no. The question was, would you trade any player for Wemby? And his answer, without hesitation, was no. I'm like, Luca? He's like, no. Um, go down the list of any player in the league. Not he's like, Jokic? no. No, and I, I think primarily also just because he's 20 years old. Okay. Right? So just use that as an example. I didn't see the game yesterday, but before the game, that's what what that's what Windhorse was talking about. Michael had some questions about visiting him in Paris and everything else. Remember oh, that's on, right. He on, was there. When he yeah. was there. So he just kept saying, he's like, with all the hype, with all this, with all that, He's supposed to hit a rookie wall. He's not hitting a rookie wall. He's getting better as the season's going. He's like, the only problem that they have, that Spurs team is so incredibly bad. Yeah. Uh, but I saw some of the highlights yesterday. He had ridiculous blocks, ridiculous highlights, step back threes. He leads bit the of NBA in blocks. He, he's, it, it's, and it just it still doesn't look which? right. It's still yeah yeah it, yeah it just looks like what what's going on over there it's you know like you'll see it this is an extreme example of it but you'll see that weird weird's the wrong word I take that back I retract weird you will see that very unusual twelve year old who's six two or three 
and he's playing against other twelve-year-olds who are four-seven, and they're still and, like, and, and his like, body—they're not even—they're not even accustomed to their body right. yet. But but it's just such an advantage to be six-three playing against four-ten kids that it's ridiculous. Yeah. That's what's happening in the NBA. It's he's so much bigger and, and skilled. Yeah, the skill. Yeah, I, I I still worry about his health because that body. Show me a bunch of guys that look like that that played forever. There just aren't any. No, I think you know. Knock on wood. The bigger surprise is. We don't talk about that for X amount of years. Uh, yeah, exactly. Not, not we talk about it. So, so Dave Roberts was asked yesterday mm-hmm. about, you know, what, what are you going to get uh, Shohei for his wedding? You know, what, what's going on with the wedding? Sure, he's always get me. He, he is married. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Follow um, him on Instagram. Dave Roberts said, I'm very happy for him and his bride. As far as wedding gifts, we got surprised and didn't have much time to think about it. I'm sure it's in route. The Dodgers did not know that Shohei Otani either recently got married or was married. Like, And I think that's an important distinction. We don't know how long he's been married. It could have happened three days ago. It could have happened three months ago. Yeah. Really, you know, it could have happened at any point because we don't know anything about this guy. People are asking Shohei questions. People want to know things about Shohei. And when asked about his wife, he said through his interpreter, she is a Japanese woman. I don't really feel comfortable talking about when I got married exactly, but she's a normal Japanese woman. What more info do you want? I, I, I'm going to assume that there's something lost in translation here. Because, Cody, if you said to me, hey, tell me a little about Susan. And I said to you, she is a normal American woman. You would look at me like I had lost my damn mind. Sounds normal. <laughs> I'm a normal. I, I'm a normal American man. Yes, you, I would you say, are. I would say that's probably a little more information that I need to know. <laughs> that is so weird to me. That and, and again, I'm assuming that in the the language tra- yeah, the, the yeah. translation that he uh, the generous reading of this is. She's just a regular woman that I met. I've known her for a long time. We got she's not a famous person. She's just she's just somebody that I fell in love with and we got married. There's nothing, you know, she's there's nothing extraordinary or extraordinary about her. We just fell in love and we got married. She is a normal Japanese woman is very specific odd phrasing. Can oh. we role play for half a second? Sure. So you're Otani. I'm okay. asking you, Oh, Otani, how was your vacation? It was a normal vacation. That's just what does that even mean? It was a normal. <laughs> What'd I, you do? I took. What is normal? The normal vacation activities. I took days off of work because <laughs> I was on vacation. It, it's right. it's and all, all it does is make me want to know what else is out there. What else could could we not know about him that we'd like to know about him? Because That's actually a good point. His his level of privacy yep. is so unusual for somebody that we want to know so many things about. Even like famous actors that crave privacy, that avoid paparazzi, that don't show up on talk shows. We know little things about them. Like Daniel Day-Lewis. We know they, things about him. Right. Little drips and drabs come out about who they are, what they've done, who they're with, and all these things. That oh, There's this secrecy around Otani that where we're describing his wife as a normal Japanese woman for that's someone, insane to For me. someone who wants clearly Shohei Otani wants privacy. Of course. He's actually opening up a much wider door of curiosity by just not giving you any information. You know, I think M, you said it, might have been yesterday. If he'd have just said what his dog's name was. What's your dog's name? Decoy. Cool. And then that's awesome. it. Like that's over. But it's because you're not telling <laughs> I'd rather, us. I'd really rather not. Now we want to know. <laughs> and I, I, I think, listen, I, I'm, I, 
maybe it is, and I, I genuinely have no idea. These quotes are just the way he posted on Instagram that that it's happening, and he wants to kind of get this out of the way. The white background. Yeah, with a, with a yeah, <laughs> the whole text. thing. But I, I, and maybe this is I I don't know I don't know if if part of this culturally I have no idea. It's gotta but be it part is, of it. It's yeah. got to be part of it. But it it is also look his interpreter Ipe right and, and knows both languages. He could change it to I would assume something that isn't quite as robotic as all of this. That's something that isn't just because. The takeaway from this is, I, I would imagine that the vast majority of people looked at that and went, well, that's kind of weird, right? Not that it's the end of the world, but well, that's kind of weird. A normal Japanese, like, what, what does that mean? Isn't it? Like, <laughs> could it be an absolutely brilliant marketing tactic? Again, to keep things a little secret. Have a little mystery. To, so people are just like, I need more. I need more. That anything a, a, they give an out. an athlete that everyone is so intrigued about. Yeah, that anything they give out. We eat up that it's a push notification on ESPN that he got married. That part like, is true. If yeah. he was just, you know, talking like any normal baseball game? player. Dave Roberts, by the way, just commenting on it is one of the top stories on ESPN. Yeah. Like, what, you're right. That, that, but what, what's the end game? Just a brilliant marketing. Everyone's talking about him. That anything that comes out is a conversation because we don't know anything. I don't know. That's why I think it's... It, 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 I'm just I, I'm here to, to entertain the, the hypothesis, but I... I, I <laughs> It's information that is not particularly newsworthy. It's the the incredible oddity of it all that is interesting. And, and let's assume, because I, I do think this is all true and accurate, that Dave Roberts like, yeah, man, I didn't. We didn't know he was getting married. That's strange. Not that you have to walk down the the hallway or tell your boss or the whoever, hey, by the way, I'm getting married. You don't have to do that. But I would also think that if you're going to go get married and disappear for a while and go do some things, say, hey, listen, I'm getting married or whatever. whatever. It's not a, a secret activity from your employer, I wouldn't think. And then all of a sudden, because you are who you are, it's there. And then you get this weird one, like what else is going to just come out? Not that it's salacious or anything, just, well, I didn't know that either. Like, is this just going to be the normal drips and drab of information over the course of... 10 years that he's here over one season will we get used to this what what is it did it's you so think, unusual did you think when he was with the angels he was obviously already very private right sure does it seem more odd to you since he joined the dodgers for sure yeah for sure because people are paying attention because the i know that the japanese media contingent was big in anaheim covering him there but they were going to be big wherever he went yeah but it's bigger because he signed a 700 million dollar contract so whatever it was i'm sure it's bigger than that and then you put him on a team that has a bigger just normal media following than the other team Mm -hmm. then you put him on a team that could go win all of these different games and then you add the layers of mystery to it all of these different things are so interesting to me and I, i i don't care if he is married to a normal japanese woman or he's married to a famous actor or singer or, or newswoman or whatever it is, but this insistence on this cloak of secrecy. I here's why I don't think he's telling his teammates anything either. Something would come out. Somebody mm-hmm. somewhere would say something off the record to somebody and say, "Hey, look, and this this thing's kind of going on." And yeah, this is kind of weird. Nobody knows anything. There's never been a leak around Shohei. Bad There's never thing, good thing. Doesn't matter. I, I don't think. I, I, I personally, it, for me, I I don't. I don't think it's a, and I don't think you're trying to say, oh, this is a big deal. Not that by any stretch. It's a weird deal. Odd, yes. Ultimately, I don't know how much you know how how much 
it's a storyline because it is odd. It's a storyline because we don't have there aren't use as an example more athletes that are this secretive let's yeah. say or if there were athletes of all the great athletes that that were out there who do you think was some of the more secretive athletes where you just didn't feel like you knew that much about them tiger early on t- t- tiger's probably the best example of it but even tiger there were little things like his caddy would say so now he'd get fired the next day but he would i'm not even kidding by yeah, the I way but he he would say and it would be innocuous like no, I don't fly on his plane. Bang, gone. You're all, it's like it was and he wasn't trying to spill the beans or anything else. It was just the the deal is you say nothing or else and people always say little things to the, oh, nobody's going to care about this. Now maybe he's hammered it into his head, but like who knows? 3 weeks from now. Oh, by the way, I have a twin brother. What? You do? Does he a normal twin brother? Yes, he a normal Japanese twin brother. Like, what? What is the next layer? Oh, by the way, um, I eat everything standing on my head. Like, just all of this weird stuff that come. I like, wait, this is really strange. This is just such an unusual arrangement where everybody agrees. Like, yep, we're not going to ask. We're not going to do anything. And he just shows up, hits his bombs, he leaves. It's bizarre. So. Um- I'm reading this, uh, Dylan Hernandez had a piece in the LA Times about this and whether it's a cultural thing, whether it's whatever. Um, So he says that if Otani had married another famous woman, it would have been more of a bigger announcement because he married a quote unquote civilian woman. That is a normal Japanese thing to do that other athletes have done the same thing. Uh, Is it, I'm I'm genuinely asking, I don't know the answer to this. Maybe it's. Is it normal to not tell your coworkers and your employer that you're getting married? Is that normal too? I don't. From this, I can't really tell if it's because uh, it's 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 just the media doesn't know about it. But that yeah, that Dave Roberts didn't know about it is a little odd. And then also that he says so. Otani said this, you know, through the interpreter that uh, if I didn't post it on Instagram and you found out, we'd make a fuss as well. So it's kind of a lose lose situation. It's like from this. Yes, it might be a cultural thing, but it is still something that is a hurdle to getting to know your other teammates. That you don't actively speak the language, that you have this privacy. For sure. It's putting up a a wall between you and the other teammates. But then when you put that stuff together with the dog stuff, when you put it together where he is so strategic in everything that he says, that everything is measured to just the, the, the very last letter of every last sentence. It's It adds up to a complete mystery. Or and it's why, fun. Or why, you know, why, why everything is so secretive. I am a normal American talk show host. Yes. You are a normal American yes. talk show host. You two are normal American talk radio producers. That's all the information that any of you need. That's where we're going to go from there. Lakers, uh, they won. Is that the end? Of, LeBron was amazing at the end. That's cool. The rest of it. They own the Wizards, they, by the way. I guess they own do. Them. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, so another, one last quick thought before we go to the Lakers, Lee, on, on Shohei and his reluctance. Is that a fair word? To engage about his sure. life on a personal level. And, hey, leave him alone. He's, a, he, he, he's entitled to his privacy. He absolutely is. But I want to tell a quick story that I remember reading where when Tiger Woods was first getting started and he signed that crazy lucrative deal with Nike, I think it was something like $70 million right out of the gate, like before he'd even won a tournament. It just, they did. And he was reportedly, as the story goes, complaining to Arnold Palmer, who was, you know, at one time one of the most famous people in this country, about. Man, I can't go anywhere without somebody sticking a camera in my face. Everybody wants to know what I'm doing, et cetera, et cetera. Man, I just I can't stand it. How do you deal with it? He goes, "Oh, just give all the money back. They'll leave you alone." Mm. And and it's like, well, uh, just give the money back. Nobody will care. And that that's kind of the. I'm not saying it's fair or right or anything yeah. like that. It's it's probably not. But this is the transaction. When you take the money, we're gonna bother you. That's just the way that it goes. And if you don't want to, give the money back and, and we will leave you alone. And I, that always kind of stuck with me because it would be so weird to be that famous, so weird to people. Hey, what's your dog's name? Eh, can you just leave me alone? Oh, it's like that. That's weird. That's I, inherently weird. But that's the that's the transaction that we've agreed to as a society. I think what's made it. I don't personally care like i don't need to know the details of an athlete or anything along those lines i think what's made this odd is because he's not just getting his dog's name is a lot of you know that that's going to take a second to figure out how to get his dog's name the the marriage stuff look personal stuff like that i i think reading the quote over and over again it's i do think there's something lost in translation so i I, kind of leave that alone I don't need to know that information, but I think any time that you can't get in that information and you're that big of a figure, people are going to fish more. Oh and yeah, more. I might not care, but you might care. I and, don't. And if there's one really person, care who his wife is, but mm-hmm. I I do care about this intense secrecy around him all the time. Yeah. I find that deeply interesting. I was going to say, I think that's what makes it more in- interesting. Yeah, because you're not getting the info. Yeah, or it's not just as simple as. I'm married. Yeah, I'm some that, none of and, the and details in and of themselves are all that interesting. If he's married to a famous person or not, I don't know, whatever. But that he won't tell you what his favorite color is. That's weird. Okay. Who cares? I'm going to go real <laughs> conspiracy here for like half a second. Okay. So um, do, we really, do we really know if his dog's name is Decoy or is that a is decoy? Is that a decoy? <laughs> and that he posted the picture of his, the not picture. The statement that he is married with a with decoy in a the decoy. corner, that maybe he is doing these things kind of like how the British royal family does it, where they offer up stories so that other stories don't come to light. Okay? So maybe this is a decoy to cover up something else that he also doesn't want to go. He's kind of pre-bartering with Through. the media saying, hey, here's, a st- here's the story that I am married now, so that you don't say, why am I not here? Why am I not there? So it's 
the decoy symbol that he has his dog in the corner, maybe keep an eye out for future posts being like, maybe this is a Anything decoy for us. Anything with Decopin in the, in the picture is a false flag. Yeah, because he also he posted that, that <laughs> like espionage. That this is awesome. Decopin got the uh, his passport or whatever. So it's just like I think he's he is messing with us, which I think Good. is also awesome. should be fun for Trolling him. Trolling the hell out of us. If that's what it is, yeah. I'm here for it. Great, that you would be amazing. I, I, I I'm whatever it is. If he hits his home runs and strikes out the guys he's supposed to strike out, nobody we're going to get over this really quickly. And it's not. I don't think anybody's anything other than curious. I don't think there's frustration. Curious is no, I, curious I, is the right word. I don't think there's like resentment. I mean, it's none of those. It's just like, well, that's weird. It's like we don't <laughs> come from this area of like we deserve this. We don't deserve no. to know this. It's just piquing our interest. It's a want. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and there there's an, I, I don't care. I don't. Yeah, I know you don't. But mm-hmm. it's an American thing where if we're gonna give you all this, you got to give us something beyond just your performance, beyond you just singing, beyond you making your movie, beyond you hitting your home run. We we get a little something for our love is basically what it is. And I think it's natural that there's stories that are if I. If Patrick Mahomes, you know enough about Patrick Mahomes. I feel like I do. I feel yeah. like Patrick Mahomes. I kind of know much. his. Maybe even too much. You're <laughs> right. right. I know his. I, I know his wife. His I know brother. his brother. His dad. I know. I I have enough information, I'm, and that's just one example. Just because I'm looking for, find me another great in yeah. another sport. LeBron. I feel like I know a lot, know about, a lot LeBron. about LeBron James. Sure. I don't know how much I know about Wemby. Do you know a lot Not about yet. Wemby? Yeah, Not I don't yet. feel like I do. He's 19. He well, and that's the other thing. He's mm-hmm. young, and show he's not old. But Wemby's a teenager, right? Like, the, what? What other than being a great basketball player? What life is he like? What experience he had? Like, there we don't expect a lot from a super young person like that. Show he's a full blown adult in he's the world. He's almost thirty. Yeah, mm-hmm. so been through a lot, experienced a lot. It's, it's been in front of us for yeah five six years. LeBron, like you mentioned, uh, needs nine more points for forty thousand. That's stupid. I mean, it's just it's just stupid that we're talking about a, a basketball so player getting forty thousand points. Mm-hmm. To, to to do that is something that you and I will never see again. We're not seeing anybody else score forty thousand points, um, and he's going to do it Saturday almost assuredly if he plays. Yeah, listen, part of I'm not shocked or surprised. I was making the case yesterday. I'm like, Ron, don't play tomorrow or don't play yesterday. Don't play against Washington. Lakers don't need you against Washington. I guarantee you part of the reason why he played yesterday is he will put himself in a position to break that record tomorrow on national TV against the Denver Nuggets to get 40,000. Are you suggesting that he might have yes. planned this out? <laughs> yes. Huh. However, the only, the only problem with that is they actually needed him to be. I know they Warriors, did. But let's, we'll, put, we'll put that to the side for a quick second. He's probably like, don't make me do this against the Warriors, guys. Come on. The Wizards. Oh, that's what I meant. The not, Wizards. Not even, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the, the Wizards. He almost, he almost had to when it went to overtime. But you, when we were doing our prep, you, it's very funny. you were mentioning to me, you were, you were talking about how, think of some of these records out there, individual records or team records. If somebody is going to get 40,000 points in their career when LeBron ends up doing this tomorrow, is there another player out there that you think? Because this is what you'd have to do to get forty thousand. Okay, Kareem is the second leading scorer in NBA history, and the second leading scorer in NBA history um, played till he was off the top of your head. Do you remember forty something like four early forties? Okay, early forties. He was great every single year. 
he is obviously one of the greatest to ever do it. The only problem with Kareem is he had to play at UCLA for four years before he got to the NBA. Mm-hmm. To get to 40,000, this is what Braun had to do, and this is what you would have to do if you're somebody else to ever get to 40,000, which I hope gives some context of just how unbelievable of an accomplishment this is. We're not going to talk about it as, you know, I, I think by the time we get to Tuesday or Wednesday, he's just going to keep adding and whatever the numbers are, and we're going to forget about it. To get to 40,000 points, this is what Braun had to do. He had to come into the league at 18, didn't play in college. He had to play 21 years in the NBA. He had to be healthy for 21 years. That's not to say that he didn't have years where he missed 25 games or 30 games, but he did not have that, hey, there's Kevin Durant, and you're not going to see Kevin Durant for a full year. Hey, there's Kobe Bryant, tore his Achilles. He's out for an extended, extended period of time. Braun never had that. He had to average, his career average, I think you mentioned it earlier, 27 points a game. 27.1. You have to score 27 points a game. For 21 years. About 65, 70 games a year. Play from the moment you're 18 years old all the way to now. Not have any significant injuries. That's how you get to 40,000 points. That's going to be the biggest question. Will this ever be accomplished again? No. Okay. No. And I, and I can't argue with that. No. Like, I'm, I'm, he is the player. If you're going to make a case or an argument for Braun as the greatest ever, the strongest case you're going to make is... I did it for this long at this level because he's still doing it at 39. But, okay, the same thing we could have said about we didn't uh, know that Kareem's record would ever be broken. So it's like somebody along... We have such better technology now, better medicine now. The guys uh, only have to play one year in college. They're shooting um, threes, too. And maybe they'll change that rule, too. They're shooting threes. Mm -hmm. So there's a world in which some kid goes crazy. It is LeBron, and it has the same career. But... It would be incredibly difficult. Let's just, let's just say if it happens again, basically what we're arguing and saying is, hey, is that the greatest player to ever play the game? You're going to need another one of those who come. Well, it's not that they don't happen. They just come every 20 years. Any one of those things is once in a generation. You need all four of those things to go right. Right? That It's not just you need to be great. Okay, how many great players are there at any given time? Eight or ten? Okay. You need to play for 20 plus years. How many of those are there in the history of the league? Not many. Probably count them on one or two hands. You need to never get hurt. Okay? How often does that happen? Never. You need to still be as good in year 22 and 23 yep. as you were in years 3, 4, and 5 and never dip. All four of them have to happen. If you if you're the league right now and you said, "Give me the top 5 5 top 5 players in the NBA." And the only reason why I'm, I'm bringing that up is, is there a shot of any of these guys to get it? No. Do you think Jokic is playing 20 years in the league? He's not going to, right? He's not going to. Joel Embiid, one of the best players in the NBA. Embiid's biggest issue is injuries. Embiid's in the middle of an injury right now. If you Maybe you could say a guy like Tatum. I, I just want to just jump in real quick. Mm-hmm. Jokic averages less than 21 points a game. <laughs> So in his he's, career, in his in career, his career. Yeah. he's nowhere near where LeBron James is. You know, this is what I'm getting at. I'm, I'll look up Embiid here in a second, right? But even if the numbers are there, Embiid's issue is going to be injuries. That, there you go. Embiid averages 27.8. He also averages, you know, way less than 75, 80 percent of the games. Typically, you have to hit and, all and, four boxes. Mm-hmm. Can you hit one? Yeah, a handful of guys will check one or the other. There are a handful of guys that can get two. Yeah. Anybody getting three? Probably not. Four? Get that out of here. Mm-hmm. No, no way. So you asked us, in, or talked about this during the meeting this morning, it's like, 
is this the greatest case for him to be the greatest of all time? Is this his greatest achievement? What do you? I, what do you I, think I, I, I think that last thing that you said is true. I, I the, the greatest of all time conversation to me is tedious and boring, and there is no answer to it because you could say, well, he's got the greatest career, but this is the best play. Jordan's the best player I ever saw. He went six and zero. Oh Whatever. Oh. Like I, I just, I want to bang my head on the desk. But what? What you can't, what you said there at the at the end, M, I think is super important when it comes to LeBron. His greatest achievement is also the thing that we hold against him. He's never dipped. He's never once been. Hey, what's going on with him? Both good or bad, right? He just showed up like this, and he's been this for twenty every years. single season. Mm-hmm. So when it first showed up, you're like, oh my gosh, look at this kid. He's amazing. He's averaging you know twenty five points a game, and this this is unbelievable. And then 10 years went by, and you're like, yeah, he still he might have gotten a little better. Do you remember? And then another 10 years went by, and he's still right there statistically. Obviously, his game is different, mm-hmm. but there haven't been peaks and valleys. It's just been this insanely high plateau. And look, I don't care who it is. LeBron James is the ultimate example of this. You get bored by something that's just the same year after year. And no matter how good it is, like, oh, LeBron's averaging 29 again. Okay. Okay. What's your, favorite, pl- what's your favorite cut of steak? Mine? Yeah. Uh, New York. Let's just say every day you yeah. had a New York. Every single day that you had it, as great as that cut is, you're going to reach a point where and, you're like, okay, I don't want this anymore. That, that's what I'm saying. And it's <laughs> it, his greatest achievement, like you said, him, is what we just talked about. By the way, he's not done. LeBron James will play in the NBA next season, and he will probably average 24, 25 points, which means his career average won't move at all. Mm-hmm. It'll stay right where it is because he's played for so long. And then the year after that, you know, it'll be probably just about the same thing. Mm-hmm. By the time he's done, it'll be 23, 24 seasons of NBA yep. basketball with a career scoring average of just about 20. It might go to 26.8 or something like that. But it's going to be 27 points a game. I play 60 plus games every single season and there's no dips there's no peaks there's no valley that's his greatest achievement it's it, because it's never been done before it never will be done again people have won championships people have won yeah. mvps people have won final mvps that's as good as you can get on a resume ask Slee coming up next is travis Slee, 710 espn what you just told me, Al, that's coming up here in a second in Ask Slee. Okay. 877-710-ESPN if you want to get in and ask Al a question. I'm going to start with uh, one of my favorites in the Trav and Slee community, Capitano Matt. He writes, when is it too early to start Christmas shopping? Too early to start Christmas shopping would be October. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Yeah. Because, listen. If- so post-Halloween, we're good. Yes. You start getting into November, deals are starting to come out there, you know, you get some opportunities, some sales, whatever it is, people are starting to put up all the the Christmas holiday stuff, everything else. I think that you're okay, obviously you got you got Black Friday and that's just like the, the, the true, true start of it all. But for me, I'm waiting till about December nineteenth is where I start kind of giving it some thought. You know That's I mean? not far off from where yeah. I am and Maybe where I think December most 20th. people are. What I wish I had. Most people know. Mo- most people probably know. But here's what, like, I was, we were talking about games earlier, right? Board games. Yeah. And I thought of a game that we play in my family occasionally that just, for whatever reason, the connection was, oh, Emily would really like that game. And in my mind, I'm thinking, I should buy Emily that game for her birthday or Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it, it would be a perfect gift. I know for a fact I'm going to forget it by the time yeah. that her birthday rolls around in June. But if I were what matt's talking about like what's the harm of you know what i'm ordering it right now throw it in the closet and it's done and it's ready to go is there ever too early i'm for that 
Do you do that? No, I don't do that. Okay. Okay. I like do that I. too. I don't do it. My, yeah, Michelle's got a friend where uh, it's like, yeah, well, I saw this in July and I knew this would be good and right. it was a sale. And it's no even hesitation. It's like, I'm buying this, I'm buying that. And then they just they plan that far ahead. Not even... They didn't plan to do it, but the, something sparked the idea and they got it. I, I don't have that in me. I bought something as early as October um, before. But like, I think that some things... So here's the situation. My... Uh, best friend, she has a boyfriend. They've been dating for like a year now, and he got her a very nice Tiffany necklace. Ooh. But it came late because he started order it too late, and he had it engraved. Again, it it's arrived kind of like January sixth. <laughs> sure. And so again, it's, Ooh, it's a very good. It's, 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 <laughs> for Valentine's Day at yeah. this point. It's a, it's a great gift. It's a lovely gift. She loved it. But I'm also like, if you. Again, if you had that thought in November, just go ahead and order it then. No, you're, it's you're ready not wrong. on December. You're not we wrong all at all. should, but we never, at least yeah. I don't. Like, I, I think it's more of a guy thing. I think we're... It's definitely more of a guy thing. Yeah, we're idiots. Do you, if you saw something that you thought, you know what, that'd be perfect for Al, would you buy it on the spot or would you like make a mental note of it? Would you put a note in your phone? Like, I might you... put a note in my phone and a reminder to, hey, around this time, buy this. If it's a yeah. sale that it's like, it's a once in a lifetime sale, I'll get it then. Okay. You're a better Let's person than the rest that of us. part um, I agree with. All right. So I have this one from Casey. So I actually haven't read one from him before. So shout out to Casey. So he says, what up? Uh, I'm going to put What's this. Up, he says, when eating a burrito, what side do you attack first? I'm going to paint the situation as the burrito is on the table. Okay. And it's not, and it's laying horizontal. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you, it's, <laughs> you know, there's no side that's favored here. Yeah. Do you go right or left first? Yeah. You pick it up and you eat the left I, side I, or pick I, it up and pick the right side? So I'll, I'll tell you, and I had to think for a second here, but I actually know exactly what I do. <laughs> I pick it up. Left hand's usually going under. Right is on the lower part of the burrito. Let me get my hot sauce. I'm going right corner. Are you le- left-handed? No, I'm right-handed. Okay. Yeah, but I need the right for the hot sauce. I feel like okay, the hot sauce. The I have more. Hand. Yeah, that makes I have sense, more yeah. control here. Because my my base is my right hand. Mm-hmm. I'm not okay. So right out the gate, if you said that, I feel like because my right hand is more important for the salsa. The left hand's not really doing anything. The right, I feel like I could spill all over the place. I'm going to have more control with my right hand, which is why I'm using the. You and I thought of it the same way. Like, if it's laying in front of me horizontally, the the end I'm eating is the left end because I'm going to pick it up with my right, right hand, hand because I'm right-handed. I'm turning it up. That's the left end, and that's the bite that goes over. I almost have to shift my whole body, too. <laughs> that's a good way to think about it. I think I'd be like Slee then because I'm left-handed. Uh, they, yeah. Right, but you're left-handed, yeah, so we're sense. looking yeah. at it the same way. You're looking at it the Slee way. <laughs> hey, what do you got, Coach? Raider Ruben over in the Travis and uh, Sliwa community asked, what is your favorite board game or card game? to play at a party with friends. Okay, I'll tell a quick story here. So, for years, and we haven't done this in a while, and damn, does it suck that we haven't. I had a couple buddies of mine. We go camping every year. So, every year we're going somewhere. We're going to Sequoia, or we're going to, um, you pick, Idlewild, whatever, wherever it is we're we're going camping. We always brought the Monopoly board. Always. The Monopoly board was coming. We'd bring cards as well. We'll play poker and stuff like that, but we're bringing the Monopoly board. And we would sit there, whatever we did, we went and hiked, did whatever. When you got to about six o'clock at night and it's like, all right, we got two things left for the evening. We're going to make dinner. And then when we're done with dinner, we're playing Monopoly and I have no idea when the game is going to end. I have no idea how much bourbon and beer that we drank. I have no idea of what other stuff that we're doing. We just know that Monopoly is going to dominate the rest of the night and we would play Monopoly. Monopoly is my favorite. 
Always be the banker, right? Always. It's kind yeah. of ro- it's kind <laughs> of feels like an advantage for some reason. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> it's kind of rotating, you know. So not not one person doing what, um, it. What? Like, oh, you get two hundred dollars for pass and go. Here's two for you. Eh, right in the pocket. There's for a, me. Exactly. You just chip one off for yourself. You're getting a fee. You're the bank. You did your bank work for free. Mine doesn't. By the way, everybody plays such different rules with Monopoly. You have to establish the rules in the beginning, or you're going to have basically fist fights. <laughs> All right, so we've talked a little bit about it. The NFLPA uh, pulled their players about which coaches they like, which facilities they like, and they gave each team a grade. And some of the reasons these teams scored poorly, for lack of a better explanation, are disgusting. Mm-hmm. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 